I'm delighted now to be joined on the line by track manager at Gorn Park, Eddie Scally. Um, a very good afternoon to you, Eddie. Good afternoon, Liam. Yeah, thanks for calling me this evening. Lovely to have a chat with you. Great to talk to you, Eddie. And it's uh, a big week for Goran and Kilkenny at large as the race that stops the county gets underway on Thursday. Yeah, look, we, we can't wait. Got to yesterday's day is coming up uh, next Thursday. It comes around every year very quick. Uh, you know, we kind of you build up everything towards it, and it kind of gets very exciting. But with the entries and weights in now as well for the races, and everything is looking really, really good. So I'm just just really excited. I just can't wait mm. to get going. And the launch of the event kicked off with a golf day last week. Um, how did that go? Yeah, it was it was it was very good. The, the weather was very mild. Um, it was a dry day. It was very cold but dry. But um, what we done was we just said. We wanted to kind of promote the fact that we have a championship golf course out here as well. And uh, we brought some of the top names in Irish racing down to play in the day. Champion jockey Paul Townend was down and the Shark Hanlon and all them. And we had kind of brought in a few of our sponsors and just a few of the big bloodstock players in the game. Put them all together and just met it a real fun afternoon. And uh, it was lovely. It was, it was just something I think I'm going to do it that way from now on as well. I just think it's, it's a lovely afternoon for, for the lads and they were able to relax and enjoy themselves. And it was... It was great crack, and, and we got our message out there as well. Yeah, and, and it seemed to um, be effective in the sense that it got people together, be it them jockeys, ex-jockeys, or even hurlers in some cases, and uh, it publicised the, the day itself, but it was it was almost in a low-key manner, which I'm sure y you enjoyed as well. That's it. Uh, we, we intentionally did it that way. Like, you know, we were delighted that Mikey Fenley came out and PJ Reid was there as well. But we intentionally wanted it to just be very laid back and relaxed because we wanted the lads to just enjoy themselves. I think next year we'll build on that and make it a little bit more of a more of an event about it. But it was for, it was vital for us anyway that we wanted to just give these guys a nice relaxed afternoon at the races and, and just are at the golf we should say and just let them enjoy themselves and, and let their hair down. Yeah, and that seemed to be very effective. Um, a week like this, Eddie, Eddie is track manager. Do the nerves jangle at all? Yeah, I suppose um, the experience is starting to help with it a bit. Do, do the nerves jangle? I probably stop sleeping around Tuesday. Um, is, 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 is the truth? Um, it, it, it's kind of now it's where it was kind of really apprehensive in my first couple of years. You were worried about all the things that might go wrong. Now it's it, it's a much different thing for me. I'm I'm actually kind of nervous, excited. I'd say similar to maybe the Ballyhale hurlers tomorrow getting ready for the All Ireland final. I'm sure they're nervous, but I'd say it's a, a nervous excitement in their faces as well. And that's what I have. I'd be I'd be excited more so than nervous, but just really hoping that everything goes right for myself and the team on the day. Yeah, and is this Thiestis Red Mills period? I suppose do you find it the most pressurised time of the year? Oh, it is. Uh, like, even though it's not when I race the most times of the year, our first three fixtures of the season, Tiestas Day, Gosfiestas, and obviously Conley Redmills, and then Hold the France start of March, then three fixtures are vital for us. Uh, they're our biggest days. We need our biggest attendances. But it kind of sets us up for the whole season. It's, it's like our pre-season. We get ourselves fully fit, and then we'll operate no problem for the year. So... You know, it's, it is, they're, they're just fighting. Like they really are. They're mm. so important with them three pictures. Mm. And is there anything really different in terms of preparing for it? Or is it almost just the occasion means that those little things that you do on every race day you want to get right? This is it, yeah. You're kind of, yeah, you're kind of trying to get the small things right all the time. We do review every year. So, like, you know, we would have looked at last year's fixture and said, right, what can we improve on? And every year you'd be trying to improve. Like, I, I have a very big team of staff out there, like Joe Scriven, 
looks after our whole traffic management side with Cash and Scully, looks after all the corporate sides with Pat, looks after Pat Skeen, looks after all our entities, and then of course, main man Ray Dreeland is in charge of, of getting my uh, track to be perfect as well. So every one of us would meet kind of the week after it and say, right, that went well or that went wrong. And, and we look then and say, right, for, for next year, let's improve on it. So, you know, whereas most of these parts are, are, are doing the same thing and doing it right, we always try to improve as well. So, mm. you know, we just have a little few touches every year to change, mm. and this year it be no different. Yeah, and one major change compared to your average race meeting on a Tiestas day would be the crowd and the volume of people that want to go to an event, be it them race goers or just people who want to take in the day itself. It's it, you know, it's, 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 it's our biggest day. It's a draw from all over the country. It's an iconic race in its own right. And, you know, history has made it what it is. And, and, and that's the one. And, like, I'd love all our race meetings in Gorin to be like this. But, you know, this is our, our biggest day of the year. It is what it is. And, you know, look, we're delighted to have it. I, I think it's been well touted as the biggest standalone fixture in Irish race. And so, you know, that's a testament to the history of Gorin Park that, as a single one-day fixture, it's the biggest one in Irish race, so mm. that's something to be very proud of. Yeah, and it's a big day for, for all race scores, and no doubt it's a big day for both the jockeys and the owners as well, and uh, you'll be welcoming some big hitters to Gorham Park on Thursday. Oh yeah, no, it, it really is. It's, it's a race everybody wants to put their name to. Um, all the big jockeys will be there, you know, Paul Townend obviously will be flying to win the season seven as a local guy now. Um, and, and Richie Condon will be another guy up from Cork this season seven folks. But then our own lads like Stanley Mullins will be pushing hard and I'm sure Rachel Blackmore would love to mm. add her name to the illustrious list and you know, the, who, who would be surprised to see Rachel being the, the first lady rider to win the Tiesta is you know, she's done everything else so she might as well but Look, it's exciting times. The trainers support it hugely. All the big trainers and and the big owners as well. I've seen the owners, the the owners of Ascari attend commented in October that they were targeting their horse at the Las Vegas Chase, and I kind of I kind of got a bit of a smile on my face when I was looking at a, a group of people knocking this out in October that they were targeting their race in January in Horn. Yeah, and Eddie, it's it's a race that the as I mentioned, the big the jockeys and the um, the owners as well. They almost pinpoint Tiestas Day as a, the you know a fixture fixture to aim for because Cheltenham isn't too far away. There's other base uh, big race meetings on the horizon as well, and it's it's an it's almost an opportunity for them to see where they're at and how they're almost shaping up ahead of March and Cheltenham. But this is mm. no definitely kind of Cheltenham and Aintree as well. And- but the, the, the big thing with it, the Gosteyestes Day, you, you, the Gosteyestes Chase itself, and you have the Galmoy Hurdle, which would be kind of the main race on the undercard. The Galmoy Hurdle is a real trial run for staying hurdlers. So a horse that's going to go on and maybe go for the the World Hurdle, at, at the Stairs Hurdle that's gone now at Cheltenham, the three-mile hurdle race at Cheltenham. You know, so they'll find out if, if their horses are good for that. Now, what's beautiful about the Galmoy Hurdle is chasers will go in that race as well and run in a hurdle because it won't affect their handicap mark for the Grand National. So Longhouse Poet, who won the Gospel Essays last year, he's entered to run in, 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 in the Galmoy Hurdle. Delta Work, who's currently favourite for the entry Grand National, he's down to run in the Galmoy Hurdle. And the reason they're running that is they can go run in it, win, and their handicap mark for chasing is not affected. So that's a very interesting race in its own right. But the Tiestas, as you say yourself, you know, it's it's a stepping stone race. So what will happen is horses will be coming to us fully fit. And what happens is you get a winner like the Jack Adam a number of years ago for Willie Mullins mm. or on his own. And you realise after the race, you know, like Jack Adam's win that day, Willie kind of realised that day, hold on a second, you know, this is a this is a proper weapon here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to target this at a Gold Cup. 
and, and that's the route he went whereas and on his own the same but you've other horses that look and they say you know that was a stamina zapping race today but my horse was 20 lengths clear like Longhouse Fort last year and Frank of the Fort were a mile clear to beat so they really had a stamp of a Grand National horse. So you learn so much from that day and you're able to target your horse at big races afterwards. Yeah, and they and they get to do it as well in front of a real race day atmosphere. And I'm sure from your point of view, looking at logistics even, getting the day and making a, making a day out of it for um, all that attend Gorham Park, be it them into the racing or maybe the festivities around the races, that's important to you and uh, that really does uh, evaluate whether the day has been a success or not. This is it. It is, you know, and and we can say it otherwise, you know, it's the stuff on the track, the jockeys, the clerk of the course, they look after that. It's what's going on off the track that's our responsibility, you know, and, and it, it's a big day. It's a big social day in the calendar in Kilkenny. We've lots of people travelling out to the track. People come from Kilkenny City for that day and might come to any other day during the year. So for us, it's, it's our shop window. I need, if you're out there on the day, I need you to say, wow, you know, what an atmosphere, what a crowd, and, you know, being able to get a drink at the bar if that's what you want, or getting your food in the food areas or whatever it is. So, you know, it's so important. And even the smallest things, like I've had people contact me a month after a Siestas to say, listen, you know, getting out of there was a nightmare afterwards. So, you know, <laughs> we want to get you all in, but then we want to get you all out as well, and we don't want traffic congestion. And in fairness, the guards have been brilliant with us over the years, kind of tweaking it and getting it right. But it's, it's just so important for us that, that people have a, a have a good experience with the visit for yeah, and Eddie, if all that wasn't enough, getting Thiestis Day ready and then Red Mills Day ready, you also have uh, even further commitments in your diary in terms of heading to Bagnallstown after a fantastic year with the Blacks and Whites, and, and well done on that. It was it was great to watch on from the sidelines. Um, you must have mo- no pages left in your diary. Uh, no, it's, it's, <laughs> I, sometimes it feels like that. I think my long-suffering wife kind of demands that I take on these roads so I can get out from under her feet. But it, <laughs> Rather it, than the wash-up. We'll <laughs> be met through that too. But I know it's, it's it's a brilliant hobby and it's a brilliant pastime. And you know, the last four years I was in there with uh, the blacks and whites, and you know, it, literally I just absolutely loved it there. And culminating this year and winning the championship, you know, you'd love to stay with a team forever, but you can't do that. And you know, the, the lads and blacks and whites have become nearly like my family that we've been together for so long. So I just felt this was the right time for me. Um, mm. And then the the opportunity arose with. Bagnestown Gales and you know I'd see myself as a young enough person trying to cut my teeth in sports and so when the opportunity came to, to go to a club as big as Bagnestown Gales I, you know I did jump at it and um, you know it's an exciting time and it's like that's my hobby and it's, it's something I absolutely love and if I wasn't on the sidelines looking after a team I'd be on the sidelines watching a team so you know it's, it's just allowing me to use uh, let, let my passings and mm. make it a little bit more interesting for me to keep me involved but I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled and really excited and honoured to be looking after Bagnathan Gales this year. Yeah, and you're looking forward to that and uh, as one chapter closes, another opens. Um, just looking forward rather than back, did even the time in Blacks and Whites and being around that part of the world, that kind of Kilkenny-Carlow border, th- was that almost a help now with Bagnallstown that it's not a completely new area and not everything is new to you? Yeah, no, like, believe it or not, Lehman, it was a massive thing for me. Um, we looked at, we looked at you know, a couple, there was a few options on the table for me, and, and the biggest one for me was like I live just outside of Gorn on the road towards Spiat. Uh, so, Blacks and Whites was a dream move for me mm. uh, coming back from Wexford Camogie to go straight to them. And then this move to Bangladesh, it's, it's literally only 15 minutes from my front door to their front door, you know. So, mm. it, 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 it's ideal from that sense. But, and then, you know, obviously, I would have been to a good few games in Carlo and watching a few of the matches and stuff. So, I kind of have a little bit of familiarity with the players. 
Um, so it's you know it, it, was, it was it was a very easy decision for me. I'll, I'll put it that way. It was mm. really a very easy decision. Uh, you must almost feel like an honorary blacks and whites man at this stage, and uh, you'll be hoping by the end of this journey with Bagnallstown that you'll nearly feel like you're at home, whether it be Bagnallstown, blacks and whites, or anywhere else in between. In- yeah, look, it's it's it, it, to me, I, like I, I see myself as a black and white person <laughs> now, anyway. Mm. Uh, four years there and I have a young lad playing minor with him this year so I, I would see myself as a club member of and White I, my fear has always been that I would not be welcome oh, in a parish so my biggest target <laughs> yes my biggest target right now with Baglinstown is that this time next year I'll be happily able to drive through Baglinstown and stop the car and get offy without being accosted but you know that'd be, that'd be the hope but I'm sure it will be the case you know yeah. I, 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 I would I, I would love nothing more than to 